Our goal is to learn a little bit about the, the, the world of tefillah. Um, the world of tefillah is a world which is obviously we're very connected to nowadays. It's a time when people are, are, are davening with, I think, a greater sense of kavana. It's also a time where in many places they are being mosif onto their tefillah. There are places where they're adding on Avinu Malkenu into the, into the Avening. There are places where they're adding on, of course, Tehillim as well. And it's a time of Tefillah. And I thought it would be appropriate as we're sort of in this uh, stretch in between sort of our Benazmanim and the actual Zman formally, I guess, uh, fully, uh, at least beginning at its schedule time, spend a little bit of time talking about some of the sugyas here about the world of Tefillah, sugyas that are very, very important, and sugyas that I think are going to be uh, are going to be critical. My goal is that we be able to clarify for ourselves and do as good a job as we can, understanding many of these sugyas, to do as good a job as possible in appreciating elements of the power and koach of, uh, of Tefillah. Be'ez Hashem, it should go, it should go, uh, it should go well. Let's, uh, let's begin as, as follows. There is uh, an interesting phenomenon. The Gemara in the first parak of Masech has Tainus. It's a Gemara on Davbeis in Tainus. Um, and the Gemara there is really talking about when we begin to say Mashavaruch Morit HaGeshem, when we, when, when we say Morit HaTal, when we say Vesein Bracha, Vesein Talamat Levracha. The Gemara there is talking about uh, questions and additions that people make in the context of, of their davening. The Gemara there has a discussion, quotes the Pasuk that we say every day. In that we're going to love Hashem, our God, and we're going to We're going to worship God with all of our heart. That phrase is a phrase which Chadal understand. What is this avoda that you're doing with your heart? So, what is the simple pshat in that pasuk? What's a simple shot? You didn't have a Gemara here. How do you interpret it? Avos Hashem in general. You should, as our Yeshiva, I believe, to say, you should work Hashem with all of your with all of your heart. Avos Hashem, you should, all your mitzvot should be done with all of your lave. That's what I would think it would mean. In that sense, we should point out something about this Pasuk. This Pasuk is a Pasuk found in all of Torah's Chashav, and all of Torah's important. There is definitely a degree of, like, quote-unquote, prime real estate found in this Pasuk. This is a pasuk in the middle of Kriyashma. Those psukim serve as the basis of our of uh, of our Kabbalah Salmach Hashemayim. And the first part of the pasuk tells us a really important thing: La'avas Hashem Elokeichem, that a person should love, you know, should love their God. So Avas Hashem is a pretty foundational kind of a mitzvah. Rambam Yisode Hatorah, basics, foundation. This is where it is. So the simple pshah is the second part of that pasuk is also sweeping. It means when the person worships Hashem, over the simple pshah I would have guessed instead of just doing mitzvahs, I should do it Do it with all of your heart. Do it with a certain kind of passion and a certain excitement. That's how I would have learned that pasuk. Nevertheless, the Gemara darshins or or learns differently. The Tanya. So minolon the betfilas. I mean, la'avas Hashem lokeichem la'avdo b'chol levavchem. Ezohi avoda shehi believe. What is the source of avoda? What is the avoda that you do with your heart? Heavy omer zotfila. That's a reference to davening. It's a reference to davening. So says the Gemara. So says the Gemara here. That, by the way, is interesting because davening is presumably not really avoda shebeleiv. 
What is davening really? Avodah Shebeh? Shebeh Peh. Davening are words that you happen to utter. So it's an interesting thing. Chazal here have a drasha, but the drasha seems to be almost reinterpreting the Pesutah Shalmikra. It also seems to be describing Tefillah's Avodah Shebeleiv when Tefillah B'Pashtus is not really Avodah Shebeleiv, it's Avodah B'Peh. Now, obviously, there's a lave element of davening, but I'm not sure that I would have categorized Tefillah as Avodah Shebeleiv more than, I would say, perhaps, many other mitzvahs that are also things that theoretically could have been Avodah Shebeleiv, heart-focused, focused on something internally. I don't know if it needed to be, if it needs to be Tefillah more than anything else, but Chazal seems to say that that's not true. Chazal seems to say Avodah Shebeleiv is actually, is actually Tefillah. What I want to do as part of our sort of introduction to the world of tefillah is to look at a machlokas harishonim, a very famous machlokas rambam and the ramban. What I want to do is say out the machlokas, try to be masbir that particular machlokas, and then I want to try again, to the best we can, to deepen and appreciate additional elements of that machlokas and what that may actually tell us about, about things. So let's go as follows. There is a world famous machlokas in the rambam and the ramban. This is very, very famous. This is not one of these things that people say is very famous. This, thing, this is actually very, very famous. This is something which is good, which is very good to know. A machlokas between the Rambam and the Ramban. <laughs> We're going to start out of order. Hope it's okay. The Ramban's shita, the Ramban writes in the, the, the main place where you find this, is in the Ramban's hasagos on the Rambam Sefer HaMitzvah. The Ramban critiques Rambam Sefer HaMitzvah at times, and he thinks some things the Rambam counted shouldn't really be counted, some things he didn't count really should be. He, he, he goes in different directions in the way that you formulate things. So it comes along the Ramban, and the Ramban says, okay, and, and we'll, we can appreciate the background of this. The Ramban says, this limud of Avodah Shebelev, Zotfila, that limud is only a din dirabana. There's no, that's not smachta. There's no chiyav mida oraisa to daven every single, every single day. Now, just within the Gemara and Tainus, what would motivate someone to want to say that it's only, that the whole thing's only Durabanan? Well, why would I not, I mean, why would you want to look at, what, what, what would motivate someone with the interesting mark itself to say that the whole din is only a din Durabanan? Because the drasha, Lav Dafka, was referring to tefillah explicitly at all. The drasha was, the drasha was about maybe a general, broader idea of worshipping Hashem with all of your heart. As we pointed out, it's not so clear that I would have categorized Tfilah without this Gemara as Avodah Shebelev, as some Rishonim count mitzvos, mitzvos that are Belev, mitzvos that are Bepeh, mitzvos that are Bimaisa. I would have counted Tfilah and mitzvos that are Bepeh, probably. So it's already, the Ramban says, that it's really an Asmachta. It's Asmachta that's taking place here. There is no Chi of Do'oraisa to Davin at minimum every day. There's no Chi of Do'oraisa to Davin every single, uh, every single day. The Magan Avram writes on Shulchan Aruch that this is the opinion of Ro Poskim. That Ro Poskim maintain that in fact there is no chi of Do'oraisa to Davin, to Davin every single day. It's a, more, it's a Magan Avram and Orchaim and Kavav. He says, Varamban. Sover Tfil Durabanan, Vichain Da'as Rov Ha Poskim. That seems to be the more mainstream view in many, many Rishonim. However, the Rishon that most explicitly that he's arguing with, that is Shittas Rambam. The Rambam in several places is explicit that tefillah is mita oraisa, a daily requirement. 
that there is a midoraisa requirement in Davin. The Rambam does so in, again, at least three places. One place he does it is in Sefer HaMitzvos. When the Rambam counts mitzvahs, there he counts the mitzvah to Davin every single day. He does it before the Rambam in Mishnah Torah, every set of halachas, he tells you how many do'oraisa halachas, the koteras, the Rambam's uh, Mishnah Torah, tells you how many do'oraisa halachas are there. So in the koteras here, one first one is la'avot, it's Hashem b'tfilah b'chol yom, to worship Hashem b'tfilah every single day. And he says it in the beginning of Perak Aleph, halacha Aleph and Hilchos Tfilah. Mitzvah's asay lehispalel b'chol yom. There's a mitzvah's asay to daven every single day. Shenem marviavatam Hashem alkeichem. We darshan as the pasuk, That's Rambam Shita Doraisa. Very quick point of bracket. How does Rambam know that mitzvah is every day? Let's say the mitzvah is. Um, let's even say it is Doraisa. How do you know it's a daily mitzvah? What are the other options? It's a weekly mitzvah. I don't know. Shabbos comes once a week. What else could it be? It's a twice a day mitzvah. Kriyashma twice a day. I don't know. Maybe it's a constant mitzvah. You should be davening all day long, all the time. How did he know? Avas Hashem is a constant mitzvah. That's in that pasta. It's a mitzvah tmidis. How did the Rambam know that it's a daily mitzvah? So that maybe we'll come back to tomorrow, but it's not so clear in the pasta itself how you know it's a daily mitzvah. The Kesef Mishnah is relevant to this, but it's not so clear exactly how you know that that's a daily mitzvah, but that is, uh, that is Rambam's that's Rambam Shita. It's Rambam Shita. Come back to our saga a little bit. What do the Rishonim seem to argue about? Is tefillah de'oraisa or is tefillah de'rabana? So there seems to be, if you look at the Rishonim as follows, is there a concept of tefillah according to the Torah? Does tefillah exist according to the Torah? Is there a concept called tefillah according to the Torah, l'chora? I think so. I think so. I think that's pretty clear. The Ramban's pretty, I think, clear about that also. There's something called tefillah. There's something called tefillah. The question is, what is tefillah? What is it? Wait a second. How does the Ramban, when the Ramban describes why there's no mitzvah to daven every day, how does the Ramban describe tefillah? What is tefillah? Can I borrow this a second? How does the Ramban describe it? I think it's an amazing line. I hope it's on the sheet. I didn't mess up. Can I put it here? Because then I should, like... But how it's a chesed? Is that on the sheet here? Yeah. 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 See? Told you it's here. Where is that? Elevadai. Kol inyanat fila ena chova klal. There's no chiyav to daven mido oraisa. Aval hu mi midos chesed habore yisparach alenu. Shashomeya ve'one bechol koreinu elav. So what is tefillah according to the Ramban on a Torah level? Meaning the Rabbanan are going to make it into an obligation to daven three times a day. But if the Rabbanan never came into it at all, would there be a concept called tefillah? Of course there'd be a concept called tefillah. But what is tefillah? Pre the Rabbanan's formulizing it. What is tefillah according to the Ramban? It is a chesed of Hashem that Hashem gives us the opportunity to be able to speak out to Him, because Baruch Hu will be ona b'chol koreinu elav. 
Kaz Baruch Hu will be open to answering our feels, but tefillah fundamentally, according to the Ramban, at least on a Torah level, is a Maisa Chesed of Hashem, that we have the opportunity to daven and potentially to change the current reality. Tefillah as a Maisa of Chesed. That seems to be the Ramban's take on it. Tefillah is a Maisa of Tefillah is a Maisa of Chesed. What is Tefillah according to the Ramban? What word, choose one word to describe tefillah for the Rambam. What word would you describe? Avoda. The Rambam thinks tefillah is an avoda. Tefillah as an avoda gives us a different impression as to what tefillah is. Whereas the Rambam sees Adri avoda shebelev as an asmachta, tefillah is all a chesed of Hashem, the Rambam sees tefillah as an avoda. What does it mean that tefillah is an avoda? What does it mean that tefillah is something which is an avoda? What that means is that tefillah is not only an act that we do. God is giving us, on a Torah level, the opportunity to reach out, the opportunity to daven, the opportunity, as a Maisachah said, but rather the implication is that tefillah is a demand that Hashem makes as part of our real work as part of what an Oved Hashem is supposed to be doing. That part of the Haggadah of Avodas Hashem, part of the Haggadah of Avodas Hashem is you are a person that davens, and it's a tzivoy, it's a demand. It seems to be a fundamental component of our relationship with Hashem. That the fundamental component, the part of our, our Vodas Hashem, is that we are Jews who daven every single day. Not just we have the opportunity, should we please, but tefillah as in avoda. Tefillah as in avoda. Remember correctly, I may be saying this incorrectly, so I pause, I'm wrong. I think Rabbi Sachs, Zechron Levracha, the chief rabbi, uh, I believe used to say that he thinks that these two ideas are expressed in two days in the fourth paragraph of the Gemara Mesechus Brachos, as to the source of davening itself. Tefillah avos tiknum, tefillah kenega karbanos. Tefillah kenega karbanos. It doesn't line up with mice and the day, but even the idea. Tfila connected Karbanos. Karbanos are the ultimate avoda. Even in the first mission of Avos, also, second mission, also Devar Ha'olam Omed, Torah, Avoda, and Gemilas Chasadim, so many of you shown and point out that avoda means both Karbanos and Tfila. Tfila takes the place of Karbanos. That, that, that Tfila as a carbon, that means the constant daily avoda we're obligated to do as part of our relationship with Hashem. Tfila Avos Tiknum maybe implying something else. Tefillah avos tiknum is not the same kind of like binding requirement the same way, but it frames the idea as a tefillah of opportunities. A tefillah that Avram, Vayashkim, Avram, Baboker, they weren't obligated to daven, they took advantage of opportunities to daven, and that's more of that kind of a model. But either way, the Ram and the Ramban may be telling us on a Torah level, davening, two perspectives. According to the Ramban, there's no chiv to daven every single day in the Torah. The Rabbanon said yes. In the Torah, there's no chiv to daven every single day. Rather, you have an obligation to... No. You said, it's chesed of Hashem. It's chesed. I, 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 I have given the opportunity to ask me questions. According to the Rambam, it's much more of an avoda. According to the Rambam, it's much more of an avoda. Clarity as a whole thus far? One, two. Okay. Yeah. Um, why do we assume the Rambam... 
No. No, no, no. About whether or not they saw fees? No. That, I think, has to do more with whether he holds that there's a chi of Doraisa based Sarah. That's not what I'm saying. We're saying that not whether there's a chi of. If, if the Rabbanan never did anything, would the Torah itself have recognized the concept of tefillah? The answer for the Rabban is yes. It wouldn't ever be a chi of, potentially. It would be an opportunity we would have to, to reach out to Hashem. That's the way I would say. Or prior to the Rabbanan instituting anything that resembled tefillah, it was out there, something that could, that, that could take place. But it's in parts voracious, even. As far, whatever, we will learn from Rashi, I guess. And then it's, you know, there, there are references to Fila everywhere. There's a very strong, like, like, like the Shalom of Parts was saying, there's a very strong connection between Karabana and Sinai. How does that fit with Durabana? With the. Uh, Durabana. That may be a Durabana component for him. One of the things the Durabana did, yes, Machta, by formalizing Davening, is bringing in that element of it being more of an Avoda. That may not be a Dorites idea. We do it tomorrow if you want. There's a lot of, I think, powerful Torah about Torah, about the field relationship to Karbanos. But I think... I mean, uh, maybe, yes, maybe no. I mean, we know there are a lot of things that absent a Korb, absent the base on Mikdash, we look for things that we have that can function, you know, take some of that, some, some of that role on there. I, I, that, that would not be amazingly surprising to me. Okay. I want to deepen things a little bit. I want to first deepen things for the Ramban camp, that there's no chi of me Doraisa. Then I want to deepen things a little bit for the Ramban camp, that there is a chi of Doraisa. A couple ways of deepening the, uh, of deepening the, the Ramban camp. Even those who hold that tefillah may only be Durabanan, a chi of Durabanan, it is possible that at minimum some of these we shown him argue, some of these we shown him argue, that there may be specific situations where there is a chiyiv to arise to daven. There may be specific situations where there is a chiyiv to arise to daven. The, the one who's quoted most often as saying that is the Ramban. It's probably not the best one to quote for this. The Ramban is often quoted as saying that even the Ramban agrees, Be'esara, there is a chiyiv to daven. That even the Ramban agrees, Be'esara, there is a chiyiv to daven. That's the Ramban here. What would be the source of that mitzvah of davening? That would be from the Pasuk and Parshat Baalosha, or based on that kind of an idea. When it is a milchama, when it is a time of real calamity on Kal Yisrael, the verse should blow chatzotros, and they'll be remembered before Hashem. What's the function here of blowing chatzotros, apparently? It's a form of tefillah. Like shofar may be a form of tefillah. Says Ramban, we see that Sarah, that is the appropriate response, is to, is to daven. Is to daven. Why is the Ramban not the best person to quote for this? Because it's two days in the Ramban. The Ramban equivocates about this. It's not clear he holds it, which is why when the Magan Avram quotes this day, the Magan Avram does not quote it, Beshem the Ramban. Who's the Magan Avram quoted Beshem? The Smak. One of the other he's shown him, but there seems to be this camp of people who maintain that even for the Ramban, even for that world, tefillah be'esara is a chiyah of min ha-Torah, which means that it could be l'chulei alma. Now, unfortunately, there may be a chiyah of do'oraisa to daven. A chiyah of do'oraisa to daven. I'm going to speak quickly for the next, I think, like uh, six minutes or so. If you're with me, great. If not, it's all good. But, but it's good to be with me for the next six minutes, if, that, if that's okay. 
even Rambam seems to largely, there, there are many indications that the Rambam may uh, be close to this also. Number one, the Rambam and Hilchos Tanios, the Rambam and Hilchos Tanios, the Rambam there writes that he also seems to agree that there's a mitzvah to daven be'esara, that maybe in addition to the regular daily mitzvah to daven, the Rambam there seems to write that there is a specific mitzvah to daven be'esara. This is the Rambam and Hilchos Tanios, Parak Aleph, Aleph, Mitzvahs asay min ha-Torah, lizok u'laharriyah bechatzotros, al-kol tzaresh u'tavu al-tzibor. The Rambam also understands that there's a response, lizok u'laharriyah bechatzotros, there's also a demand of a response, be'esara. In which case, it could be that the Rambam and the Ramban all agree there is a mitzvah to daven be'esara, to respond be'esara, just the Rambam goes further and says, by the way, also hold that there's a mitzvah every single, every single day. An additional ha'ara, which is very important, this is a very famous ha'ara of Salvechik had, one of the more well-known ha'aras here about tefillah, where the Rav Dafka is interesting to know. If you, there are like certain achronim that are limited to particular areas of Torah or that excelled in particular areas of Torah. So let's say if you are a prominent uh, posek, so your Torahs, you may have done a lot of work in certain areas of Psach Halacha, but Lav Dafka, that same person, you know, did they you know, uncover new worlds in non-Psach Halacha sort of areas. In the world of Lamdanim, so it's interesting, a lot of the standard yeshiva cycle we're, we're aware of, of the world of Nashim Nizik and Psach and Lokant and so, so in the standard Panovich, these kinds of places, so in the normal cycle of, uh, of, of Limudim, so there you have, you have a Chishur of Shmuel on, on those Mesechtas, you have a Chishur of Nachim on those Mesechtas, yeah, 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 things like that. In the world of Brisk, of Reb Chaim and the Briskerav, they did a lot of work in the world, in the world of Kachim. There are those who have written, I think there's, there's a lot of truth to this, that one of the areas that Rosh really sort of like explored and, and, and worked a lot in is the world of Orachayim, through the world of Tefillah and Moadim, a lot of very, very powerful and very, very beautiful lambdas there. The Rav had a very well-known idea where he suggested that maybe the Rambam and the Ramban don't even argue that much at all. This is a little bit of a deepening in Rambam, but maybe as follows. Maybe everybody agrees tefillah is only there as a response to eight Sarah. That tefillah is only there as a response to a time period of great need. The only machlokas between the Rambam and the Ramban is what kind of tsara, what kind of need demands and generates a chiyav to daven. The Ramban understands ordinarily there's no chiyav to daven whatsoever. It's a chesed boy. If there's a massive tsara. It's it's kis be'artzachem. It's it's a massive tzara. So that's the kind of tzara which demands a certain kind, a certain kind of response. Salvechik learned that the Rambam understands. Rambam, you're right. Fila is a function of man's sort of like fragile state, dependency on Rabbonu Sha'olam. Just I hold that state is felt every single day. The reason why you daven every single day is because every single day a person can cultivate and feel that element of tlia, of dependency, on, on the Rabbonah I don't know if other people point this out. I, I, I don't know. I don't think the Rav did. But the Maharal sounds like that in the Sif HaAvoda. The Ramban, the, the Maharal in the Sif HaAvoda, it's in Paragimel there, seems to write about all of tefillahs, about our dependency on, uh, on Hashem. It's all about our sort of dependency and our need to rely on Rabbonah And in many ways, in that sense, 
We have this machlokas Rambam and the Ramban. Rambam says tefillah is doraisa every day. The Ramban says tefillah maybe is never doraisa. But then we get them coming closer together. The Ramban says maybe there is a chiyuv eistara, and the Rav said maybe for the Rambam even the whole chiyuv of every day is a result of every day a person properly feeling the fact that my existence is totally in Rabbonu Shalom. It's an amazing thing. Meaning part of what the we don't have to develop the idea like philosophically the same way. But one thing the Rav pointing out. It's like um, this time you can feel it a little bit. We we like to feel like we're very much in control, and we like to feel like everything is totally on ourselves, and, and and that the choices we make are choices that we're going to live with, and it's all going to be good. Everything's bad. but there is this underlying sense in a very powerful and very real way that in truth we are dependent upon Rabbon Shola. That in truth we are we are dependent on Hashem, and for the Rav. Every single day, a person who can understand that idea properly, a person who could be sufficiently sophisticated, would be able would be able to to feel that and to cultivate and to cultivate that. Haram Sover, this is in some of the ones from the Kuzdarav. Shakiyumenu hayom yomi, our daily existence is sharei tamid besimin shel tsara matsuka. is constantly there with a sense of tsara, a sense of dependency, a sense of questioning that is that that that, that is present all the time. That's one way to bring the Rambam and the Rambam closer. <laughs> Is to explore the model of a of a Sara of a Sara. Yeah. Sara the same thing as lying. So the right in some way was it he sort of does expand this as being an a Sara kind of an idea. He kind of does expand it as being that. It's not clear to me the full extent to which you would go with it. Um, it's not clear to me. At minimum, he had different formulations in English. I don't know if the rapper wrote this. That's why it's hard to to fully pin down. Like. I'll speak very, very briefly. I guess because we're in there. The Hagadara of Eitz Saras Mechayev for Tefillah has never been that has never been that that clear to me. Say for Chinuch about this, it, it, it's national, it's personal. You know where that goes. With Pinkus writes in Sharm Tefillah, I think, which is a great marmakom on this particular. So yeah, I think I think he writes with Pinkus. Someone correct me if I'm wrong because I haven't seen it in a long time. That when people people would see the Briska Rav often like uttering short Tefillos. And, uh, and, and one of the suggestions as to why the Briska Rav would often be uttering short tefillahs is because people told him about their personal tzaras all the time. And whenever he would hear personal tzaras, he said, that's Mechaev Minadavin Tefillah Be'i Sara. So that he would often just be uttering short tefillahs for people that were going through tzaras, that everything should be okay for them, and that's a Kiyam Doraisa of this kind of an idea, of the Tefillah Be'i Sara. That, that may be more, I, mean, I don't know who came to Briska Rav all the time, maybe only when it was massive tzaras, but, but that may be a little bit of a broader thing. Certainly the Rav Ring Rambam is not... Sarah, that much as like man's fragile state, I think, is a way of saying it. Like dependency and plea and 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 sort of like uh, constant uh, lack of permanence, which puts us in that kind of a, uh, of a position. Yeah. Because I think that that I, my hunch is that, that he may have understood that there's almost like two dinim if you take it like one step further. There's tefillah be'es tzara in part in Hechos Taniyot. That, that's a major tzara. That's one kind. Then there's la'avdo b'cholavavchem, which is the daily tzara that man feels. The daily dependency which man, you know, has to encounter. There is a second way of sort of bringing the Rishonim closer. I'll speak about this also a little bit briefly. That, that, that's in Reb uh, This is Reb which goes half a step further than, uh, half a step further than I was saying earlier. It is clear according to the Ramban it's clear according to Ban that if there was never a Dindara Banan called Tefillah, there would be a concept called Tefillah. That God would answer our prayers. It's a chesed of Hashem Yisbarach. That much is very, very clear. Reb Chaim, this is in the end of a, of, of a well-known piece in Hilchos Tefillah, but he says as follows. 
It's hard to know exactly what he means. I think Revad and Yabi Omer, maybe doesn't buy this the same way, but I don't, I don't know. Avayesh Lohosifot. Ladas HaRambam, Dechovas HaTfilu Mitzvasa Humidin Torah, Vafilu Lahacholkim Al HaRambam, even those who argue with Rambam, i.e. the Ramban and some others, Hainu Rak Bechiyuva. That's only the Chiyuv. Aval Kiyuma Ve'inyana Havilechule Alma Midin Torah. Now, I don't know exactly what the word kiyuma means there, I, I think. But at minimum, again, to the point we said earlier, everyone agrees there exists ideas called fila de oraisa. Everyone agrees. The Rabbanan never said anything. There exist ideas, mid oraisa, that are called, that, that are called tfila. The Rabbanan thinks that impacts the din of misasik and the requirement for kavana as a result of this, that we treat davin. But davin, it has a certain kind of a of a Doraisa kind of a feel. That's a deepening within all of those. Again, maybe Ram Ramban are not that different. Maybe the Ramban is closer to Ram Ramban, a bit closer, but Sarah, there's an idea of Tfilami Doraisa, sort of, etc. etc. What about can we deepen for Rambam's world? The world who holds it that, 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 that there's a mitzvah to daven every single day. Let's ask a very simple question. What is that mitzvah to daven every single day? If I have a mitzvah to daven every single day, what is the minimum amount that I have to do to be yotze, my daily do'oraisa obligation to daven? Let's say I'm a, a karite and a minimalist at that. I want to do the weakest, I mean, I don't mean that seriously because karites would learn things differently and correctly, of course, but what exactly is, uh, is the minimum do'oraisa requirement? Why would that matter, the minimum do'oraisa requirement? We always want to daven whatever we could. The answer is people who couldn't daven the full Doraisa, the full Chiyav three times a day. So a minimum, what should they be trying to do to be able to meet, you know, something? I have a couple minutes here. What should I be doing? I can't doubt everything. A guy, Rahman is on the is on the Gaza border. You know, a guy's there, and it's very dangerous. So what's the minimum? Doing? Or as the minimum, it's a, it's a woman, she's a young mother, and it's very hard for her. What's the minimum amount that she should really be done? That's... Or at least, again, for some post release, that's the question. So we have, to my knowledge, four different shitos within Rishonim and a little bit of Achronim. What is the Do'oraisa requirement to Davin? What is the Do'oraisa requirement to Davin? We're going to quote one shot in the Psadigon. We're going to quote a shot in Shemuk Betz and Brachos. We'll quote a Magen Avram, and then we'll see what, what, what Ramah himself seems to say. Psadigon, so... We've quoted it says in the past. I'll say, I don't know if said this year yet. Sadion counted mitzvos by writing a very long poem. That was like what was in as far as the, the poem style. People, you know, different eras things are in for a long time. Let's say in Jewish music style was to use David HaMelech's, you know, lyrics for things. Then, you know, Yisharibo has like, it's a different kind of like tone as far as what people do. Dif- different times, people get into different kinds of things. In the time of the Geonim, they would try to write these like lists of these like poems of Mid- Shom Ibn Gabriel did this, like the Chevra was into this kind of thing. So Sadigon wrote a long poem of the Hindu Mitzvahs. And the, the biggest problem with this poem, of which it's an amazing thing, is that we don't really know. You have to like go through all of it and identify what are the 613 in that long poem. So Rick Professor Perlau decided he was going to do the work and compare it to everybody else. So he sort of goes through trying to figure out what he did. Sadigon himself, in his Azharos on the Saver, on the, the Saver's Debus, kind of when the mitzvah was there, says, Vishalos Tfilos, he seems to refer to it being. Three tefillahs a day. Three tefillahs a day. Shachris, Minchamariv, 
seem to be called all Doraisa. Says Reb Sefer Perlau, Umashma lichora the svira laid the kulu shalos tefilos Doraisa ninu. Sounds like if Sadigon may have held the most extreme view that all three tefilas are really Doraisa. That all real three tefilas are Doraisa. Maybe a little bit of Avritzik and Yaakov being very very powerful. Maybe. Are there Dine Do'oraisa we learn from Avitzik and Yaakov? The answer is? Maybe. Can someone give me one? Brismila, maybe. Although that, that may come really from the Chumash later on. We might think Yibos or Alasso. Sitis maybe as well. But Drizin's an even better example. I think that's even, your example of discussion we've shown him about whether, why we do Mila. That's Raman Pierce Mishnah and Chulin. Okay, so that's all, okay, good. That's all part of it. But take Drizin. The Gemara and Davdal and Mesachas Psachim, Jesus might give them the mitzvos for some achronim to din doraisa learn from Avim Avinu. There seem to be certain din doraisa, at least for some Rishonim and achronim that may have been learned from Avos, and maybe that's what it is. Most achronim don't think that's, that, that, that that's so possible at all to argue that all three tefillas a day are really doraisa. We're going to Perla thinks I'm not so convinced of that. I believe that Ravasher writes. I have my notes. I, I think I think what I say right now is accurate. I hope it's okay. I think Ravasher Weiss has like. Um, one of the interesting things he's done, of which there are many, is this like capacity to not feel the same kind of a need to formally have things in locked in Do'oraisa or Durabanan classic things. Uh, the most famous two words he often uses for things are Ratzanat Torah, things like that, that these things that are like, it's not like a real Marmukum explicitly, but it's clearly like a Do'oraisa kind of an idea. So I think he says about tefillah also, for Psadigon, like, there's no key of three times a day. But once the Avos were doing it, there's definitely, like, again, different ways of formulating it, but, like, definitely clear a person, like, should try to dive in three times a day or sort of these kinds of things. But, but one extreme view would be three times a day to dive in, do raisa, but that's very, very hard to accept. What's the second view? The Shittimukubet says in Brachos on Memchas Yeah, what's up? We're talking Darius and Darabana. Are we talking about the Mishnah or only that? Always. 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 Says the Sidi Rashid as follows. It's part of a really important question, which is not for, which is not for now, which is not for now, but it relates a lot to the nature of benching. I think it's not going to think you shouldn't sing it. Uh, to, I'm, again, so you're thinking that my half was so much, we wouldn't see anything. I'll do singing Torah Mishal. Uh, but the uh, says the Shemitz follows. Yesh Lomar ditfila lesla iker b'matbeya shala min haTorah. There's no formal set nusach for tefila mid oraisa. What do I have to do? Ela kol shehu moda umischanin sagile v'lesle shum nusach mid oraisa. What does it mean, kol shehu moda umischanin sagile? What is moda and what is mischanin? Someone just try to do those two words for me in English. What is the minimum amount I have to do every single day? Moda is to acknowledge. What am I acknowledging? Hashem. And what's mischanin? To ask for something. To be mischanin. Supplicate. Is that the word? Supplicate? Is that the English word? That, I have to do those two things. Moda umischanin. How long would it take to be moda and mischanin? Not so long, especially if you're not that you know committed to your moda or your mischanin, I guess. But that would be the two. Uh, that would be the two. Okay. It's a little bit. Not three. That's where it is. The Magen Avram. The Magen Avram 
seems to be even more extreme. Magen Avram says, you know what most women do? Most women just want to be Yotzei Rambam's Doraisa. Says, Rov Nashim, She'ein Mispalos, Betzmidos, at least those women who don't daven consistently, real davenings. What do they do? Mishim Damrina Miyad, Beboker, Samach, Lenatila, Eze, Bakasha. That's like the least. What if you do? Just say, some, some bakasha. Some request. Some request. That's all you got to do. Wait for parentheses. I believe that there are some Sephardi postgame who have a huge chumrah based on this, which is as follows. We know that once a person, a person in general is allowed, not allowed to have real sort of food prior to davening in the morning. That's the Gemara and Brachos, I think, on Dafyud. That's the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Peites. You're not allowed to, to have real sort of eating before davening. You are, however, allowed to have a drink of water before davening. We possibly you can have coffee and tea. Most people think now you can have coffee and tea with sugar or milk. You're, you're, you're good to go in the morning. However, once a person davens on Shabbos morning, they're chayev to say? To say Kiddush. Once I'm chayev to say Kiddush davening, you're actually not allowed to have your coffee and tea then. Then you have to say Kiddush be, be, before you can do anything. So I believe that there are some of the Sephardi Postgame, I remember seeing this years ago, who are machmer akadikach, that they hold that when a woman wakes up in the morning, on Shabbos morning, and maybe even when she says... You know, that at that point in time, she couldn't have her tea or coffee before saying Kiddush. Because at that point in time, she was Yotzi Archiv of Tefillah. Once Yotzi Archiv of Tefillah on Shabbos morning, we mail your Chayav in Kiddush. Women are Chayavos in Kiddush. In which case, maybe, maybe, at least maybe Chayav in Kiddush. In which case, uh, maybe you, they would have that kind of a Chumrah, but that would be one particular thing. Why not? That would be men also? No, because men, it, that relates to the nature of what the Dirabbanan did, how much they sort of redefined it. Um, for women, which for the Magan of Ram at least, is mamish all that they're doing, you know, in state and such. What's the Rambam Shita? What's the Rambam Shita? So the Rambam Shita is interesting, and we'll try to uh, elaborate for a moment on it. The Rambam says like this. This is the Chiyav de Oraisa of, of Davening. Shei Adam Mispalel. So what do I have to do? Let's go again. I have to begin by saying Shevach of Hashem. I have to praise Hashem in the beginning. Then I am Shoel Trachen. Then I'm asking for my needs. Then I'm no saying Shavach Vehodaya. Then I'm expressing my thanks afterwards. Three parts. What's the Rambam Lechora uh, giving us the basic framework of here? Shimona Esrei. Shimona Esrei. Sounds like for Rambam, there are these three components. There are these three components that I have to that I have to have. I believe they quote in the Rishima Shirim and Brachos on Davchaf that I think some others also that Reb Chaim argued with the Magen Avram and thought that a woman at minimum should daven Shmona Esrei every day based on this Rambam. That a person has to go in a particular order, and these are the three things that a person needs for the Chi of the Oraisa of of Tefillah. Why would that be? Why do I have to praise Hashem? I have to acknowledge and say thanks to Hashem. I, I request things. Why would it be that these three things are the Chiyav Doraisa of, of Tefillah? So I believe Rodenzweig once said, it's an amazing, it's a very sharp idea, we'll come back to this later, but it's a very, I think, important shot. According to Rambam, Tefillah is rooted in what? Tefillah is rooted in what? 
avoda. Tefila is u avdol bechol avavchem. I'll be mocked them with the yisro. I tell people all the time when they start dating. Then people start dating. Sometimes, like there are relationships that we may have in life that are fairly one-sided. I can have a kavrusa that I learn with, and that, and that basically defines kokulo our our relationship. There are also relationships that we have that, by definition, need to be multifaceted. So, my relationship with my wife, we are many things together. As we're saying, Sarabachas, we are Reim, we're, we're friends, Ahuvim, hopefully there's We're also like logistical coordinators together. We're programming together. You know, I don't know, kids are home all day. What's the program? There are many different components and elements. There are many of the most meaningful relationships that we have in this world have multiple elements to them. The dating implications when, when looking for a spouse, not to get too caught up in only one thing, but to make sure that you're sensitive to the multiple things that are, that are, that are taking place in that relationship. Parent-child relationships also are multifaceted. There's kibud. There's also yira. And while there's no pasuk about it, it's in Kashem Arab, but it's also called ahava between parents and children. There are multiple components taking place in a lot of relationships. Our avodas Hashem and our relationship to Hashem Yisbarach is also multifaceted. It's also multifaceted. The way that I would say it is, you know, we are avadim, we are banim. We're compared to a spouse at times in Navi. There are different elements of our relationship to Hashem Yisbarach. So I think the way Rodin Sykes said it once, I think if tefillah is rooted in the world of avoda, it becomes our daily ula avdo bechol levavchem. So then it's very understandable that it may demand at minimum different components for that basic element of avoda which is taking place. What are those basic elements of avoda that are taking place? I recognize the existence of Hashem, Amoda that He's there. I express thanks to Hashem for things He's done. That's one element. The second element is I live in a world and everything is perfect and I have things that I'm tola on Hashem and I can request certain things. It also demands I can appreciate Hashem Yisbarach and that there's Shevach and Hoda taking place. The daily avoda is because there are different core components of our relationship to Hashem, which is present. Again, banim, avadim, spouse, it's present in ahava and yira, it's present in so many different elements, and the tefillah as that has those multiple elements of that particular avoda. So even those who maintain that tefillah is do'oraisa, it could be it's all three tefillahs, could be it's, it's more limited, could be only a bakasha, for the Rambam it may require something akin to a Shemona Esrei, because of its role as that kind of, as that kind of in Avoda. As that kind of in Avoda. Okay. Clarity is a hold this far. One, two, and three. I want to share with you two more, I think, very important Yisodos about Tefillah. Again, this is our first shear of somewhere between, I don't know, two and... I don't think 90, so I think probably about two or three of uh, Antvila. Is there a Shayla on Thursday? Probably. Probably, I said. There's a lot of Shailas. And what's the Hagdar of this? If it's Cholomoid, as I'm being Magdurit, so then it's, it's not enough Gamina. And all the other, like, should you work film today is the question, I guess. You know? It's a lot of Shailas. It's a lot. We could be specific and lumbus about about this Thursday forever. 
Forever? <laughs> what? About whether the fee. Yeah. Exactly. You can do it in Vaicham. Yeah, yeah. At the mitzvah tonight at 11 o'clock. You got it. Okay. Okay. So there is another ha'ara, even within those who think it's the Orisa. This is another ha'ara of Salvechek. This is a very, very sweeping ha'ara. This is a sweeping ha'ara not because of this feel implication, but the Rav used it. I have on this on the sheet four. I'm aware of another, you know, at least one, maybe a couple more examples of it, which is as follows. The Rav understood uh, the following. I'll tell you the Yisod, and we'll apply it to, to Tefillah. We pointed out that it's intriguing that Tefillah is called Avoda Shebelev when all of its requirements, at its most basic level, are requirements of Bepeh, requirements of things I have to say, I have to utter davening. So if Tefillah is more Peh-focused, why are we Magdur as being Avoda Shebelev? For the Ramban, that's less of a question, because the Ramban whole thing is not smachta anyway. But according to Ramban, this is a much more serious question because it really means on one level that it's mom is called the Vodisha believe, even though oh, you're uttering it more, you're uttering it more bipeh. So I'll tell you the isode that the Rav had. It's the isode which is very, very sweeping in many areas. I think it's immensely helpful. We quote it when we learn Ksubis. We quote it. I'm trying to think where else. We quote it sometimes in Elzman, I guess. But but that's it's the following the following insight. Most mitzvos that you do. The Misa and the Kiyum, the action you do and the fulfillment of that mitzvah, exist at the exact same time. So let's say this is my Lulav and let's say that this is Sukkot. So if I pick, if I, when I pick this up, when I do the Misa mitzvah of picking it up, I'm Mekayim the mitzvah of Dalad Minim. That's what it is. That's what it is. The Rav, however, understood that there are a variety of mitzvahs in which the Misa and the Kiyum are not the exact same. And that sometimes halacha requires you to do certain maizim, but the actual fulfill, fulfillment of the mitzvah occurs, let's say, internally. I'll give you the two, I think, easiest examples to understand. One, the Gemara tells in Pesachim and Kuf Tes that we have a dinner b'samachta b'chagacha, b'zman ein simcha ela b'basar, ein simcha ela b'yayin. I have to be happy. Let's say a person eats meat and drinks wine while they are entirely depressed. Is the goal of the mitzvah to eat meat and drink wine? Said the Rav, impossible. The goal of the mitzvah, Chazal are telling you the actions to do, which is to eat meat, karbanos, drink wine, but the goal of those is to engender an internal, what he called kiyam shebelev, an internal feeling and experience of happiness. That's what the goal at its core really is. Simcha, in order, which is why it could be Bismanazah, look in Rambam, look in the Gemaras, could be that there are other ways of fulfilling Simcha's Yantif. If a person likes jewelry, so you get jewelry. If kids like wonderful treats, Ramazimba, they like to eat nuts. So that's going to be there. Why? Because it's not a din in the action. The action is what engenders an emotional experience. The second example where it comes up, which is very sort of related in the opposite sense, is the din of Avelos. The Avelos is fulfilled by sitting on the floor. Avelos is fulfilled by taking off your shoes, not wearing regular shoes. There are many dinim that we have in the context of Avelos. Said the Rav, the goal of those dinim is not only to do certain actions, but rather like the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, and is elabalev, 
The goal is to engender a particular emotional experience. The actions trigger an emotional reality. An emotional reality. Frenzy is almost like the opposite of the authenticity of Kutsk, taken to an extreme, where you can only do actions when you feel it really inside. It's more that there are actions that trigger emotional, you know, it's a rachinas, achia pu'ulos, demshachos halavavos, it's a lot of, it's a it's a lot of things. But that's when it comes to avelos. That the Rav explained, Derek Agav, so again, in Moikatim Dachav Gimel, is why avelos and simcha can't coexist. If a person, Rachman al-Latzan, passes away on Yantif, we have simchas Yantif, we only have avelos after Yantif ended. Why can't we have avelos and, uh, and simcha at the same time? As an example, as an example, a person's in Avel. So who says you can't sit on the floor while having meat? Why can't I do that? If it was only about Misa mitzvahs, maybe I could have Simcha and Avelos at the same time. The Rav said the reason why Avelos and Simcha can't coexist is because it's about engendering an emotional experience. I can't both be happy and sad at the same time, yesterday's wedding notwithstanding. I can't be both happy and sad at the same time. There can't be a coexistence of Avelas and Simcha because they're both geared towards creating an emotional experience. And you can't both be happy and sad, but also Zman. It doesn't work the same way. It doesn't really work. That, that, that's Simcha and Avelas. Okay. The Rav understood that this is true about something else also. This is true. He had an example about the world of Tshuva, about Tshuva. That Tshuva, the Maisa Mitzvah, is Vidoy, but the kiyam shebelev, maybe the internal sort of shift which takes place in you, that may be what it is by, by tshuva. It may be shofar has this also, not for now. But the rough suggested that tefillah has this as well. Tefillah is an act we do bipet. Mitzvot asay lehispalel b'chol yom. The rough thought is often the gap between the koteras and the and, and Mishnah Torah. Rodin's why I think is not fully with all of that. But that the mitzvah is lehispalo. The mitzvah is to daven. I say words. The mitzvah, the maisa mitzvah, is a tefillah of the pet. What the Gemara means in Tainus, and what the Rambam is pointing at as far as the real mitzvah, is that the goal of the words we say is not just I'm saying words, but rather that I am also experiencing something inside. That there's a avoda believe there's an internal experience that takes place as a result, as a result of my tefillah. If a guy says every single word of davening but never felt anything, that would not be the fulfillment of what tefillah is meant to be. That wouldn't be a vodesh So it's pet on the level of maisa mitzvah. But the real fulfillment is when there's lave that is taking place, when there is heart that is taking place, when there's heart that's taking place. We've thus far seen as follows. Please just uh, frame things. The Rabban says there's no chiv the right to daven every single day. The Rabban says maybe be a sarah, but feel on a Torah level is a chesed from Rabbonu Sha'olam that if we call out, he'll answer. What about Rambam and other Rishonim? They hope that maybe there's even a mitzvah to oraisa to daven every single day. What is how much of that to do? What to do? So the Rambam we saw is pretty expansive. It requires. Shevach, it requires Bakasha, it requires Hoda, it requires a lot of different things going on. It requires a lot of different things going on. Okay, sure, that's what it requires. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but the mitzvah for Rambam may be this tension between words you say and experience that you have. 
I want to just, in the remaining time we have, develop what I think is an amazing Yisod. Again, I, at least the, the beginning of this is, is definitely from Rosenzweig, a Ha'ara he had, but I think we will, maybe we'll expand it a little bit, but I think it's very, very important as follows. The Rambam counts 613 mikros. We do not have a conclusive or really good way of knowing how the Rambam ordered those mitzvos in Sefer HaMitzvos. Why one mitzvah is mitzvah 37 and one is mitzvah 98. We know that he seems to write in broader themes. The Karbanos all come together. We know we can be medayik and why this mitzvah may be next to that mitzvah, especially if it seems a little bit out of order. A lot of things that we could say about why the Rambam did what he did. That's definitely possible. Definitely possible. But we don't really know the overall order. The overall order. But, but, let's take a guess about why we think the Rambam started with how he started. I'll go through the first bunch of mitzvahs. The first four mitzvahs are the mitzvah of Emunah, the mitzvah of Yichud Hashem, God's oneness, the mitzvah of Ahavas Hashem, and the mitzvah of Yerushalayim. Those seem to be the first four. So not getting so fancy. Again, with the Sefer Achinach, it's always based on the Parshios. Okay, I get that. But why do you think those are the first four? How Rambam begin Sefer by, by quoting what kinds of mitzvahs? Really basics and fundamentals. Real basic. Emunah, mitzvah aleph, very basic fundamental. The oneness, Yichar Hashem, it's a core component of Emunah. Also, the nature of God. Avas Hashem, Yerushamayim, these are very, very fundamental, very, very fundamental mitzvahs. Okay. What is mitzvah hey? The fifth mitzvah is tefillah. Now, it's a fascinating thing that tefillah would be mitzvah hey. That is prime real estate in Rambam, who is certainly sensitive to these things. <coughs> what mitzvah vav? Anyone know? Someone check? What mitzvah vav? Is it tveikas? Anyone know? Yeah. yeah? The mitzvah is imal chachamim ulis imahem. It's not bad. Definitely starts with some pretty important things. What's odd about tefillah being so early on? So as follows. The others, Avas and Yishmael, are definitely mitzvahs. And Muna may not be a mitzvah we're already shown him, only because it is so important, you couldn't even count it as a mitzvah. The Ramban explains, maybe a Muna is not a mitzvah, because it's like the prerequisite for everything. It's like too important to be counted on the list. It's like the background for everything. So the Ramban begins with like the most important fundamental things. Tefillah is... Ezi Avodah Shebelev, Havi Omer Zetfillah. Tefillah is Lichora... As we saw in the Magen Avram, like, the Ramban didn't think it was a mitzvah d'oraisa at all. Most poskim may not have even thought it's a mitzvah d'oraisa at all. And for the Ramban, what is a, a decently controversial count, for those who argue it's not even d'oraisa, for the Ramban becomes placed in mitzvah hey. What that tells me is that according to Rambam, tefillah isn't just a mitzvah d'oraisa. Tefillah is a mitzvah d'oraisa that is apparently incredibly fundamental in the way the Rambam saw it towards our Avodah Hashem. It's the Amuna Yichad Hashem, Ava, Yira, Tfila is where that's going to be. That of itself is just is, 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 is noteworthy to note it that way. We would add, again, I don't, I don't know where he stopped, I apologize, but we would point out and we would add 
that even the original mucker, so this is found in Kriyashima, which is our Kabbalah Somach L'Shamayim, in the Pasuk that began with Avas Hashem, which then goes from Avas Hashem to Ezui Avodah Shebelev Avi Omer Zetfilah. It seems like if you take this Pasuk really serious, Tfilah becomes something which is massively, massively Chashev. Massively, massively Chashev. Massively important. Massively important. That world, that world, that world of tefillah. What I think seems to be going on is as, is as follows. Is as follows. There are individual mitzvot that we are commanded to do. Not every mitzvah, though, plays the exact same role. If you believe, as an example, there are how many mitzvahs say are there? There are... Ramach, 248. Those mitzvahs I say correspond to Ramach, Evarim, whatever they are. Not every mitzvah, so if there's 240 limbs, so this we know from the Sigis and Mesechus Erchen, not all limbs are created equal. Not all limbs play the exact same role. Person Rachmanitan could break bones, and that's a big deal, but if it's in your pinky finger, it's uncomfortable, it hurts a lot, it can be very, very challenging, but that may not have the same implications as Rachmanitan person breaks something which is much more sort of significant in terms of their basic functioning. Not all, not, not all things are created, you know, entirely, entirely equal. What the Rambam seems to be doing, and explains, I think, a whole lot of things, and maybe, again, we'll see where we go with this, but there, there, a, a lot of things, the Rambam seems to understand that tefillah at its core is not just a maisa mitzvah that a person happens to do, the same way that there are many mitzvahs that have significance that a person does, but tefillah for Rambam gets included in the category of, in many ways, the Ava Yira kind of a perspective. We'll see tomorrow, there are achronim that thought, Moshe Salvechik thought this, or Vayashiv thought this, there seems to be some real, Rabbi Yonah may have already had parts of this, that tefillah is almost like, as the Gemara quotes of Yochanan saying, Halavai shiyispala adam kolhayom kula. We wouldn't. We don't say that about every mitzvah. Halavai, you would do this mitzvah. No one's about shiluch hakain. Important as it may be, like halavai, you'd be mekayim shiluch hakain all day long. Tefillah seems to be or shiluch hakan. I don't know how to say. It, but 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 there, there there should be something that is so chashuv about tefillah being so constant, being so. Con- tefillah seems to be something which is a fundamental of Avodah Hashem that is theoretically relevant all the time. Very relevant all the time. It is for Rambam a way of saying it. The simple Pshat and Pasuk is Ula Avdo Bechol Levavchem. One way of saying it is to worship Hashem, Avodah Hashem, with all of your heart. And the Rambam understands that that refers to what is in many ways the entrance point to basic Avodah Hashem, which is the world of Tefillah. And for the Rambam, that basic entrance point of Avodah Hashem is one that has a Maisa Mitzvah, but a Kiyam Shebelev. It's one that requires Shevach V'hoda'ah and Bakashas and, and, and a Modim. It requires different components. But for Rambam, Tefillah in many ways becomes, this is the way, I think, the way of saying it, a religious, not just fundamental, but also anchor. That Tefillah becomes something which is at its core so critical, has different parts of it, and it becomes at its core something which is so yesodistic and I think plays such an important role 
That's the nature of tefillah for Rambam. I'll speak very, very briefly. I'm going to be playing great now. It's all good. There are some math points out that the Rambam seems to understand that tefillah is both Kneged Avos and Kneged Karbanos. That tefillah plays, uh, that, that the Rambam seems to quote both ideas, different plays, Hechos Tefillah, Hechos Malachem, seems to quote both ideas, you know, many ways there. It's not a stira, because for Rambam, tefillah may have been several things. Tefillah may have been, as its core avoda, it has elements of, of everything in it. It has elements, I mean, have you, have you read the Gemara and Brachos in the fourth parak, but the relationship between tefillah, kind of karbanos, and tefillah's avos, there's a lot, a lot of different things here as far as the nature of tefillah itself. It has those multiple components, which are really but tefillah for Rambam, it's not a regular mitzvah. It, it's a core mitzvah of, that draws at real, real, basic avos Hashem. Parentheses, it may not be as core as Torah is, it may not have the Kabbalah of the Kriyas, but it's not number one on the list, but it's definitely exceptionally high on the list, and in the wild way, it even comes before the mitzvah of, of Kriyashima, which is wild. Um, but but it, it's very early, and it's very important, and it's very fundamental, this mitzvah of tefillah, be'esara and not be'esara, but there's one other sort of formulation of saying it, our relationship with Hashem, and what that relationship looks like, is in many ways it's critical to have a, a real, solid appreciation of what tefillah is and the role that tefillah plays. That, that the role that it plays of what it is and what it's all about, very fundamental and very important, is exploring that particular idea of the nature of tefillah and, 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 and a certain kind of commitment towards the world of davening, the world of davening as far as core of what is Hashem, core of Hashem as it's really supposed to 